Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpha Artist Podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works, where each week we take something from pop culture and break it down to try to better understand it. My name is David. Hi, I'm Ben. At some point, I'm really excited for the day when you you forget that you have to do anything at all, <laughs> and, and we sit, sit there yeah. for like two seconds or like oh, ten good. seconds, and you're like yeah. staring at me, and I'm like, dude, what? And you're like, how It'll how do I've forgotten how to podcast? I don't know what the intro is. We've done this for two years, and I forgot how to how to do podcasts. Very unfortunate. That's a real fear I have. One day I'm gonna wake up and like not know how to talk properly anymore. That's like my whole life, actually. I, yeah. When I'm talking to someone who I'm not super comfortable with, like how unlike like like not like a fuck. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, but like when what? I when I'm talking to someone I'm not super comfortable with, I'm just like, I'm uncomfortable. I get quiet. <laughs> And, like, some words just don't actually come out of my mouth. Oh, uh, you miss a few. I'm just like... <laughs> That's fair. Like, my voice just doesn't engage. It's I mean, horrible. It could be worse. You could be, like, someone written with terrible dialogue. Um, this Speaking week, of which... Yeah, speaking of terrible dialogue, um, we, this week... So, to end our fight month, it's been a wild ride. And end. end. Well, like, is, no, third, this is the third one. Oh, we got... No, this is the last one. It's 25th, dog. Oh. Okay, well... Do you not know what week it is? Yeah, but Oh, like, no, we've got one left. We've my, done three. Sorry. We've got... Two, no, we've done... This is our fourth. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Was it? I don't know. We did Atomic Blonde. And then Pirates. Oh, maybe... And yeah, okay. Because we had a week three. off at the start of the year. Yeah, this is only number three. Yeah, but that being David. said... David! <sighs> so, confirm it. Is this the last fight? No, we got the second of... We got the second of... Yes, it is, because it's the second. It is the last. Wow, I'm having so much trouble today. So it is... This is the last fight scene episode. Okay. Um, I th- I thought I'm to glad f- we sorted that out. Jesus Christ! Before the episode started, yeah, I'm David. glad that we had that conversation off camera. Yeah. Um, and I thought to finish off the month, why why not p- choose one of the worst fight scenes <laughs> of all time to talk about? <laughs> because I think it needs talking oh, about. No. Um, I, I I made the suggestion like a few weeks ago. It's just like we should do Duel of Fates, but then you reminded me we've already done Duel of Fates. We already did Duel of Fates, and then you're like. And then I'm like, snap back! Why don't we do the bad one? I, I like, I like, put my head down and thought, uh, and then I was like, I'm gonna get him. And I'm like, why don't we do the shitty one? Let's do the bad duel, the bad one. So we're doing the Anakin v Obi Wan fight oh, scene fuck me. in the Mustafar fight uh. in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, it's it's so the, boy so get get so episode one starts really badly but has a really good ending mm-hmm. like duel of fates is i love duel of fates except it's intercut with anakin pod racing uh, in space, uh, we, we, we don't we ignore that we um, don't talk about that but this film episode three starts really cool like really good and then ends just oh boy ends just oh horrendously boy. if you don't remember gang Sorry. In which case, I'm very sorry that we're going to have to remind yeah. you about the ending of episode three. I'm going to drag your brain through the mm. muck that is the Star Wars franchise. Guys, half of it's bad. Um, Ooh, which half? Ooh. It's the, the the easy. The, well, all four <laughs> prequels are pretty bad. All f- oh, yeah. Rogue One is Rogue a One's prequel. Rogue One's a prequel. Yeah. Hashtag Rogue One's a prequel. Um, no, so something that I am intrigued by is it's one of those fight scenes that I think, like, 14-year-old me thought was really cool because it was like a lava planet with lightsabers. I remember I mean, being like vaguely like that was like a th- thing in my memory that I thought was good. Yeah, when I when I saw the film, which I think I saw it in cinemas, 
Fuck, it was ages ago. I, I vaguely, yeah, no, I saw it in cinemas. Yeah, it I vaguely sort of feel like remember being like, oh, it was cool. Um, I mean, I, I thought the Yoda fight was dumb even as a kid. It's the Yoda fight is so bad. It's like it is just two CGI things. You can't actually analyze the Yoda fight. Okay, like, it's impossible. It's, it's just that bad. Like, it's, there's it's, nothing. There's I, no. I, I couldn't tell you what happened. No, I don't actually it's remember. Just, it makes my brain. It's just. The Sith, Darth City is cackling a lot, and Yoda yeah. making like noises of like concentration. A, like at least the uh, the Anakin versus Obi Wan. It's got it's got three distinct, discrete segments that yeah, I remember it, every it, time. It has substance. It's just like it's just like a pile of play doh. Let me say all the good things, and then we can talk about why, like, what they could have done to improve it. It's like just fun to use, but really disgusting to eat. Play doh. Yeah, that's actually a really good analogy. Um. <laughs> So it's got three. three. It's like a pile of play doh. It's like a pile of no. It's like a pile of slightly off play doh. In some mm. bits, it's kind of hard, or but you're like not really sure why. In, like yeah. in the sun for a bit. Oh, um. Man. So the <laughs> fight scene has three basic acts. It's got the initial like saber fight where it's kind of bare knuckled. Um. Yeah. Then it's got the tipping towers, balancing pipes sections where it's like <sighs> them doing crazy stunts, and then the final with the final sequence, which is like the floating platforms. <sighs> over it just the lava. like gets. It gets worse. It doesn't get better. That's for dang <laughs> no, sure. No, it's this, it's not like a. It's like oh, it starts off kind of average, has a weak middle, but then it ends strongly. Well, there's a it's tipping like, no, point. It ends bad. There's a single tipping point where if you cut the fight scene off before, you'd be like, "That was amazing." Which is where, um, it's just before they cut away from it the first time, and it's they're they're, they're like fighting, and Anakin is like bearing down on Obi Wan, like he's going for him, and you're like, "Oh shit, he might like cut this dude's like arm off or something." Yeah, you know whatever, and then. Anakin kicks Obi-Wan in the chest and Obi-Wan does a backflip and then it cuts away to the Yoda v Darth Sidious fight. And I couldn't have thought of a more apt analogy or like <laughs> microcosm of the problem with the Revenge of the Sith like, than See ya. him doing a flip and then cutting to a whole different thing that you yeah. don't care about. So I, I, I didn't watch this film again because mm-hmm. I'm not fuck that. I'm not re-watching this film for this episode. So I just I just watched the fight scene. Oh boy. Um, and so what I watched was just every just like all of the intercuts were just kind of like transplanted back to back um which made it very confusing to watch oh like as in you watch the whole thing in a row whole thing in a row oh what was that like all nine minutes of it back to back wow without any of the that's really long um what was it like it's boring yeah, like, it's very boring. Maybe that's why they cut away. Well, because nothing happens. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of thing. Like the cutaways probably make it more interesting. Lightsaber fights are dumb because no one really it's, gets hurt. It's literally like the same. So you were talking about like the three distinct acts. It's just the same thing three times. <laughs> it's just that they cut away three times. It's just times. that they cut away three times. Fuck, dude. No, yeah. I was trying to give it credit. I was like, they structured it, but like, I it, like the three parts are. They're they're different settings, oh, sure. Boy. Like they they occur in different places, but it's the same fight. But it's the same thing. That's <laughs> see, that's what bothers me. Right? I was so ready to give this film so much credit. I, I mean, the the main difference is that the the middle segment has zero dialogue. There is no talking during that middle uh, bit where they're kind of just like running around on the pillars, which is kind, of, which is kind of a relief when you think about the dialogue that. Oh yeah, like don't so. get me wrong, like you don't like the dialogue comes and you're yeah, like, oh you dialogue, and then you're like, and Never you go, mind, I dialogue. made an error. Oopsie. Yeah, it's like actually, shut up, Anakin, please. It's, but what what's so fascinating to me is like George Lucas knows how to do a fight scene well, like Jewel of Fates is Buck Wild. I mean, but I he took the wrong lesson from it, right? So, like, I, I, I think one of the fundamental problems with a lot of filmmaking, and we talked about this when we talked about, like, Deadpool and Logan, like, 
filmmakers in like oh sorry hollywood people have this habit oh of- this is the fourth episode we did logan oh yeah it is the fourth welcome to the last episode I'm- of the <laughs> i'm glad that we talked about this off camera before we started Same. recording the episode um yeah, when, when we talk about those films, one of our biggest worries is that a lot of directors and Hollywood people will be like, oh, those films were successful because they were R-rated. And then a lot of things would just be R-rated for no reason instead of, like, they, like missing the point of what made that thing good. Yeah. And I, uh, and I, I worry that this film is, like, a perfect microcosm of what happens when the person in charge totally doesn't understand why the first thing they made worked. He's like, flips are cool. Yeah. It's He's like, like, I like it when they jet, when they force jump. It's like the fourth Harry Potter book when she's like, and everyone is crazy and there's crazy wizard death trials. And you're like, no, that wasn't why the books were good. You're though. like, why? What are you doing, JK? And then like- Good film, but like- Yeah, but it's it's like, it's that, it's that transition wait, where you go- no, average you go, film. Yeah, the film's fine. But like, you go, what? Like, I thought we were doing this thing, and yeah. then suddenly you think this is what made it good, so it clearly just, like, shows that the person making it or the people behind, like, the driving forces behind it didn't get it. Yeah, like, in-, in It's kind of the Ghost of the Shell problem, Like, in Duel of Fates, and man, we're gonna reference Duel of Fates a lot, you- the- the- the crazy flippy shit is, like, it's adjacent to just the- the actual sort of, like, weird almost character development, despite the fact that- There's no dialogue. Well, despite the fact that the characters who get the most um, development both die at the end of the scene. It's pretty like, smart. Like Darth Vader, uh, not Darth, Darth Vader, Maul. Darth Maul and um, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon easily get like the most like interesting. Yeah, especially Qui-Gon. Especially Qui-Gon. During that Liam Neeson is such a good fucking character. Fuck me. I've been rewatching all of these films for a project I've been working on. Um, and it, I might, it might kill me, this project, Is that Men but- Men in Robes Part 3? No, it's not. No. And even if it was, I wouldn't tell you, but it's certainly okay. not. Um, <laughs> no, and, and like- and I'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, when, they, when it comes out, you'll be like, oh, it wasn't that interesting. Mm. Oopsie. Um, but- the funny thing about rewatching all these films is just how much of a standout Liam Neeson is in this. Like, he plays a perfect the, space samurai. Film. Yeah. He's <laughs> the best part of the series, I think. Yeah. Like, him and Ewan McGregor do so much work in these films- and then you look at this film, which should have been like Ewan McGregor's big send-off as Obi-Wan. I mean, it- what, what I wanted was like, th- th- instead of this crazy flip nonsense, what you should have had is Anakin being like this aggressive, like, start it the way that you do, right? Where Anakin is just bearing down on him. But dude, you kind of like a Muhammad Ali style thing where, you know, Anakin's just going and going and going and, you know, Obi-Wan's just kind of defending and yeah. kind of tiring him down. Anakin starts to slow down. Then Obi-Wan can sort of pick his moment and then Anakin can use his new dark side force powers to kind of turn the tides again and sort of create like a dynamic. Like, yeah, you can... Because it's... I think the... um the, the part of this fight scene that for me like sums up the whole fight is there's a shot where... <laughs> it's so dumb. There's a shot where it's during the, the pillar segment mm-hmm. where it's a very... It's a super wide shot and it's showing like the pillar flying down the um or like sort of flowing down the lava river and there's you see the two lightsabers and they're just kind of there's these two little blue lines and they're just <laughs> kind of like flailing around and like occasionally flashing and i'm like that's this fight scene it's two blue lines just the going at it yeah like it's, they, it's so <sighs> egregious you didn't need to do that you could have just like you could have just been like hey guys you well, know I what think, i think that the lightsaber colors especially are so important in this in this, like, fight scene, because they should have, like, I don't know, they should have given Anakin or 
um, Obi Wan just a different lightsaber. Anakin, like, yeah, and there's an easy fix, right? When Anakin comes into the room with Mace Windu, you have them clash. Anakin's lightsaber goes out the window, and Anakin takes Mace Windu's. Easy, and you still get your Excalibur. Maybe not Windu's, but maybe he gets given his lightsaber that he gets in Episode Four early. Like, yeah, maybe he gets he gets his red lightsaber early because. It's like, it's such a weird... But then you couldn't do it on a lava planet, because you would not be able to see it. Don't put it on a lava yeah, planet. Just Problem put it, solved. Put it... Like, one, of my, like, one of my notes yeah, was like... Fuck off. Was one, <laughs> one of the fight's biggest, like, flaws to the point where it makes you, like, remember that George Lucas just was told yes for everything. The biggest problem with this fight is that the setting has nothing to do with the fight. Like, yeah, no, it's like, yeah, it's just... He just went to kill the Separatists. It's just Jason. What, what should have happened, like, if we're being fucking real with ourselves, is that Padme and Obi... Like, Padme should have been at home. Obi-Wan comes to see her. Then Anakin rocks up after killing all the younglings and the fucking Separatists. Oh, yeah, do it in the... He rocks up to their... their no, their home. He rocks up to their fucking... The place well, yeah, where he could, lives. And then they could, like, smash out some windows. And then they could destroy furniture, and it could be, like, a cool... Like, they could, like, life. smash out some windows and be, like... Like replace the droids with the cars. <laughs> like, why not do? The, why not? Why not show us these characters in their natural environment and show Anakin like, because like he destroys everything in his life. Yeah. Why not sh- like do the final thing, which is destroy his home and 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 his wife? Like that would have been such a good mm. like meaningful ending. Like he's not just destroyed their home, but also everything he cared about. What a nice metaphor! Instead of a fucking lava planet with giant pillars, because George Lucas was like. We've got a CGI budget. What if there was fucking lava everywhere? My, Are you kidding me? My favorite thing is that the um, the the shot where they're like running up the pillar and it starts like falling over and they like fall down. Mm-hmm. That's practical. Why? <laughs> because why they built? No, it's it's in the because I've yeah, seen the I've why? seen the DVD extras. They built a giant rotating green screen wheel that they actually had the actors run up like on cables. But, like, that, like, rotating and then, like, scrambling up it, like, that's practical. <laughs> they were like, Lava Planet, sure, but we're gonna make this one thing practical. <laughs> so dumb. It doesn't add anything to make that practical either. Like, what, like, what is, what is that? Uh, it's, the one, to the... it's like the one shot and of that And then off the back of it, Anakin is... does a space jump. <laughs> like, it's just, like, the, here's, here's the thing. I can see what Lucas was going for, right? It's the end of this saga where Anakin goes from, like, you know, this 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 power-hungry Jedi to being, like, the evil Sith. I think they just needed a reason... Well, no. Like, they needed a reason for Anakin to... For Darth Vader to be, like, gross and bald and all burnt up. Like he You don't got it. It's... Six. Hey, you, what about... Car there's, explosion. There's fire... House ev- explosion. Ev- lightsaber. Any explosion. What about a lightsaber? <laughs> we have literally laser weapons in this world that are blades. What if he just gets do, chopped the fuck up? I do find his um his spontaneous me? combustion to be quite entertaining. It's just like... Because it's like, if he, cons- if he spontaneously combusts then and there, why not... Every time. Literally the entire scene. Why aren't they just like constantly padding out? They're apparently like cotton pants. That I... just cut. That just if you're close to lava, it catches on. Well, fire. he wears leather, so and it just catches. Well, I think he lent his his he lent his stumps are in the lava. No, no, they're close to the lava. No, okay. And for the whole scene, they're all very close to the lava, especially the last bit. That's dumb. You know? I just it's like. Let's talk about the more let's let's, well, let, uh, well, let's talk about the more intricate shit. Yeah, the, what I what I want to focus on is like the stuff that they did in this that worked and then how we might improve it, right? Yeah, because okay. I th- I think there's some easy wins here that they just super didn't do. 
So one of the things they try and set up initially is that Anakin has this kind of much more fluid, like, you know, he he, he hand and a half his lightsaber a lot. He'll sort of switch between the two grips, whereas Obi-Wan... Um, is always using it as a two-handed He's weapon. He's generally always, yeah. It's sort of more of a kendo... St- I'm making shit up, but it's it's more of a kendo stance than, like, a... Yeah! Is that right? I'm, no, I'm it's, it's, it's... Yeah, it's somewhat valid, yeah. Like I mean... Like, he sort of does... He chops... I, in my... He chops, he chops wood, much like um, Finn does in The uh, Force Awakens. They, there there are, they there just are, chop shit. Yeah, they both have a bit of, like, thrusty stuff going on, but it's not like... It's so, not like Ray. It's not like, like Ray who uses Ray, it like a spear. Ray, she a spear. uses it like it's like yeah, it's like it's yeah. a spear. Well, yeah. her stuff essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but like that's something they should have definitely doubled well, down on. Why wouldn't you make the whole fight like, you know, the the we, as the fight goes on, we start to understand that between them, as they fight in like an interesting setting, that the the way that they use their blades deeply impacts the way that they have to fight and the way they think and the way they feel like Anakin's is getting more and more aggressive and maybe he starts to take bigger risks and that's how he starts to destroy the year is 2005 and film choreography (sighs) still sucks but it doesn't there's good stuff there's a lot of good stuff Jackie Chan's making the best shit ever and fucking George (laughs) Lucas was like no but, like, do, do you see what I mean? Like, they have concepts in there, but they just don't do anything with them. Like, for instance, if you want to do, for some reason, the balancing pipes sequence where they kind of tiptoe sure. across a pipe, which is not yeah. very interesting or fun. They if, do it better in Pirates. Yeah, I was going to say, if <laughs> yeah. you want to do that, do a Pirates of the Caribbean thing. Better in Pirates, where it's yeah. like a moving object, or it's yeah. like a, it's, you're on top of a ship, and the ship is moving. And well, it's... literally, in, in the Pirates uh, fight scene that we talked about last week, they literally do the, the balancing beam. Yeah, and they move, and it's interesting, because you understand well, what's like, happening. Why would Jedi's not... Like, how... <sighs> this pissed me off. But, like, during that whole, like, balancing segment, Obi-Wan and Anakin are like, Whoa, it's real tippy and They should balance. just be perfectly It's like, balanced. you should just be perfectly poised. You like, guys you're are... A, you're a Jedi. You're literally monks. Like, you're like... You, you Can't you just, like, force your, your, your own body to just stay up? You guys have superpowers. Like... And you can't balance? It, I mean, this is, like, super nitpicky world lore shit, but it's like, there's so much in this fight scene that's just, like... They it needed to have more respect for what the fight was because like this moment, like this film could have been if this fight scene was like good, like Duel of Fates level good. So not like amazing, but like had character. Like people might have been like, you know, the prequels suck, but like Anakin Obi Wan, like that's like that should have been part of Episode Four. It's like, three. It's three films worth of like brewing conflict, and it's why, and it why just, wouldn't it work? And it just comes out in this just like wet noodle of a of a nine minute long, just like all it is is nine minutes of lightsaber noises and like blue on red contrast, and it's just so like irritating, like watching it well, and it's being frustrating, like frustrating because they could have done like yeah. yeah and and the and you're like you're like why aren't like this is just they're just splashing blades against each other it's like they should they and like, they, they, they used to mean more like dialogue well, but they, then they, they talk te- and it's horrible and you want to die but they the thing is they teeter into being interesting a few times like my my favorite parts of this of this scene like this 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 fight is when you know there's at one point where anakin just like physically starts choking obi-wan and it's like oh shit like There's you, a bit where they where they they get they really close and they cuffing. just start punching. Yeah, like it's like one second, but it's like the best one. The, second the whole of the fight, fight scene, the whole fight scene should have been. And this is why this is how like these two characters should fight. They know that it's like their blade skills are pretty evenly matched, right? 
Anakin's like the he's like the apprentice. He's but but he's got these powers and he's yeah. always been ahead of the curve. Obi Wan is like control. He's practiced. He's disciplined. He's on top of it. Yeah, but you don't see any but, of it. That, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> like what they should have done, and that when you introduce that physicality, is then they should both be focused on disarming the other person with their physicality because that's how you win. It's like getting the saber away. Like, but for some reason, instead, it's just they have this brief exchange, and then neither person focuses on the sabers again. It's just, yeah. let's run about. And even- like, could you imagine in that room, like when Anakin chokes him out, you know, Obi Wan kicks him off, and then Anakin goes to force grab his lightsaber, and Obi Wan throws it like out the window, and then like he punches him, like, and it's just like this bare knuckled brawl as they both try to grab their sabers, yeah. but they quite can't quite get it, and there's like character building because Anakin's like punching for like the face and the balls and then Obi-Wan's going <laughs> for like biting body- yeah, he's going- <laughs> Obi-Wan's going for like body shots like there would have been such like easy development there that would have given it like tactile substance they could have like Anakin could be like screeching at him in fury as he tries to attack and Obi-Wan is like calmly like why didn't well, you do that the thing like the the like I, f- I feel like why so many people are, are like put off by like even the dialogue in the scene is that it's so like it's like out of nowhere. Like you see the whole fight scene, and again, it's just two blue sticks mm. going at it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, like suddenly Anakin has red eyes, and he's he's a very screechy boy. And you're like, where? Like, I, I get it. He's got his legs cut off, but it's like it just seems unnecessary. Where's the bill? Like that's why everyone memes on the "I hate you" line because it's so just it like he just screeches it. You're just like, oh, Anakin. Chill down, chill out, buddy. Even something like like <laughs> this is what the Jedi made us would have been a better line. Like anything. Well, yeah, because like even the like the the payoff for this scene is like Anakin without his legs, and then Obi Wan just kind of yelling some dumb shit, and then just kind of walking off, and it's like. <laughs> well, the, it's they hit the two things they needed. They needed him to be burnt the fuck up, and they needed Obi Wan to take his lightsaber. Those were the two things I needed. Yeah, and they but- do them in, like, the most just late... They just do it. It's just like, yeah, Anakin gets burnt up and it's Obi-Wan dumb. takes his lightsaber. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. But again, like, this is what I'm saying. If they focused on, like, the fact that these two characters are, like, evenly matched, which they were, and that's why it was boring, but they actually focus on the thing that makes a difference, which is the saber, then when he takes the saber at the end, it's like the ultimate insult. Well, I feel like, like, if... You like this scene had checklists in the end of it where it's like, yeah, saber, um, burnt. I guess hatred. Maybe. Yeah, well, <laughs> whatever. Even though um, like, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Even though in like, a new hope, he doesn't really. Hate yeah, like again, he, he's like, just it, like it, it, it's not necessary. You but don't it, need it. It, yeah, there's those two setups. But it's like I feel like the checklist that was given by George Lucas was like, was like you know, it was like saber, stuff. saber, yeah. um, burnt, and then in big fucking like. Like like hundred and forty point all caps comic sans <laughs> lightsaber duel fight fight with the swords just do just do uh, duel fights it, but it, times ten do and it but literally put lava, ten times as long do lava please <laughs> but on the lava planet. but then like what I don't get is like why the contrivance you don't like. I get that you want it to be a spectacle, but the contri- like the contrivance that makes duel of fates interesting initially is the verticality. It's, you go, well, that's the space they're in. Like, it doesn't well, explain like itself. Duel of Fates, just as a... Duel of Fates, for me, is really cool because it's... Visually, it's really interesting because you're actually able to follow it because of the lightsaber colors. Because <laughs> you have red, blue, and green. Which is presumably why they did that. 
Well, because it makes it easy to see. Yeah, like, like you know, whether it was on purpose or not, whether they were just following. Well, they do it in the next film like... as well when Anakin picks up a green lightsaber at the end instead of a blue one to fight Count Dooku, so that you can see who's who. Yeah, and like one and... of the one of the best images from Episode Six is like the the shot where it's like the very dark but like blue tinted room, and you have Darth Vader with the red, and you have Luke with the green. It's very and good. like that that shot is pristine and it wouldn't be as like i can tell you like it would not be as good if it was a blue lightsaber yeah well because and because in the in the previous one in in the fifth film they have him with the blue but they put it against this kind of like smoky red palette in the above the cryo chamber yeah and it works really well like you just have to know like what you're working with and i think the biggest problem with this film is they went they started with lava planet and they went what contrasts with that and the answer is blue so they gave them both blue swords. Well, even just the opposite, you could just be like, well, they've both got blue swords. Where do we go? Lava planet. Oh, that works <laughs> out because that ticks the box for getting burnt. Just don't give them both blue swords. You, you get to decide. You wrote the script. It's blue and green. These, these, these aren't blue and green? These aren't problems that someone didn't point out. If, 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 if someone in your fucking filmmaking isn't like, hey, Georgie boy, like, listen. Well, that was the thing. I guess they couldn't, the but prequels, like, fuck that me. Wasn't, that wasn't happening. It's just, I can't, I'm getting mad again, but like, <laughs> It's just, the, the reason that I, like, get so angry about this fight scene in particular is that it could have been, like, one of those things that is, like, when people talk about cinema, it's, like, the goat thing. Like, it's, like, the greatest of all, t- like, it could have been that. It could have been, like, that thing where people are, like, oh, my fucking God, do you guys remember that? It's, like, Firefly. People are, like, oh, my God, it's incredible. Like, you guys yeah. remember that, like... Obi-Wan Anakin fight? That was fucking crazy cool and like it was really good. The payoff is awesome. Instead, it's just like Man, episode three just like, my man, dick. It was bad. Yeah, and it's just like how do you fuck that up? Like, it's not it's <clears throat> it's a sword fight. There's a lot of them that are good that have been made, and you have two characters that have had relatively good character <clears throat> progression for a Star Wars film at that time in the prequels. Well, it's, yeah, if you look at sword fights in film that are between so the key is between two main characters like this is very much a scene of like it's it has to show consequence for the fallen hero being anakin especially because we know neither of them die yeah but it it also it can't just be a fallen hero at the expense of his opponent it has to like because both the characters are important so like we have it's, it's juggling both this fallen hero and this um like mentor who we know goes on and becomes old and wise like it is juggling a lot but it's yeah. like it's not impossible <laughs> it's you just take the time to work it out like you go what would best serve especially given the characters like episode 3 like come like you think you would like write it down and then scrap it and write it there's down there's two hours of pe- people in rooms talking and then there's 10 minutes at the start and 10 minutes at the end <laughs> that are like exciting like just spend the time that you took to work out the stuff in the middle on the thing that at the end which is literally actually the important. entire this entire film could have just been because i mean episode two as bad as it was it ended in a place that could have just set up the fight like, there didn't really need to be too much in episode three, because- It could have just been progressive complication of that conflict. They could have just gotten rid of fucking Robot Boy. Yeah. Like, and like could just not have him and instead fill it with- Even, like, and even it w- fill it with politics. <laughs> well, because the, the, the thing about the prequels is that the politics isn't the problem. The politics is, like, actually interesting. 
it's it has just pl- I think it like I like I I, I, I like it's my me, favorite part for about me them. in the prequels. I I stand by my opinion of the prequels being an interesting point of the story because that's when the Jedi are at their highest, and so when well like at their strongest. So at their strongest, they would most likely just be dealing with politics. It's the kind of thing where if you think of like a business. When you're starting like a business, you're like you're the front person. Like mm-hmm. you're the nitty gritty. You're doing everything. Like you, like you might have like a few employees, but like it's your business. Yeah. But when a business when businesses get big, the person who quote unquote owns the business doesn't do fucking anything. It's all politics. They just sign papers and yeah, and take that's meetings. what the prequels are for Jedi. Which it's is why they failed. It's where they're, they're at this biggest point where all they do is sit around and have councils. The 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 original trilogy, like, that's... It's kind of like a weird, like, inverse where, like, the original trilogy is almost, like, the small business Jedi. Yeah, definitely But, they're, like, that's the nitty-gritty. Um, the new, like, the 7, 8, and 9, I think, is really interesting because they're kind of doing, like, a weird half-half where it's just, like... They're kind of rebuilding. It's it's almost doing the bit before, like you know, bef- before like the Jedi half, Council. Yeah, like before the Jedi Council, which yeah. is interesting to me because I think that when you take all these concepts and then people say, "Oh, the politics," you know, the prequels are back because the politics. I think it misses the problem with like the fundamental issue with the prequel films isn't the politics. It's not like the CGI. I mean, the CGI is not good, but like <laughs> that's not the issue. The issue <laughs> is that nothing in those films ever renders onto character. It's always to like plot. Or spectacle, or like some idea that George Lucas has. Like that, when it, when you listen to interviews in pre-production of the first one, George Lucas sounds like a madman. Like the, you know, he talks about Jar Jar Binks, and he's like, Jar Jar's the key. And people are like, why should why <laughs> like why? Well, they, they go why, and he's like, because no one's ever done a fully CGI character before, and and, like, and they're like, no, what? but for the story, for the story. and yeah. it's never addressed. And it's because this whole thing was like, I guess he just realized that he could do anything. So he was like, why not do anything? And the answer is because anything isn't good. That's why you need constraints when you make shit. If you did anything, it'd be total garbage. That's why people who say like, oh, like, you know, the three act structure and writing is bullshit, man. I'm going to do my own thing. Video games are dumb. I'm going to make a fucking avant-garde experience. Like, dude, like (laughs) the reason that those constraints exist is that they breed actual creativity that is useful and consumable. The prequels fall like victim to this problem of just like George Lucas had some cool ideas. Yeah. And that's this fight is just like instead of the culmination of three films of like, you know, this this building strife between these two characters where their ideologies are so at odds, but they 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 love each other because they've spent so much time together, and finally it reaches breaking point and Anakin lashes out and destroys his life. Instead of that, it's a fucking lava planet where they swing <laughs> on ropes and they 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 have two fucking flashing blue That's the thing. sticks. Like when you describe the prequels, but you don't talk about like how bad they are. When you when you describe what the prequels are, it's just like it's like to someone who's seen the original trilogy. It's a great you're premise. Just like the prequels are a analysis of Anakin's character before he com- becomes Darth Vader, and it's his progress as he like he starts as a kid, which is a bit weird. But he starts as a kid. He sort of learns. He sort of like becomes a Jedi, but then falls in love with someone, mm-hmm. and that con- conflicts. Even though love is portrayed as like a positive emotion, it conflicts with, with the Buddhist ideology. With, stuff, yeah, yeah, like with the good guys being the Jedi, and he eventually succumbs to the bad side because of love, and because of that, he falls and he becomes Darth Vader, which is super interesting. Such because a good again, premise. To someone who's only to see- who's only seen the oh, original trilogy. So good. 
by the end of, you know, you know, episode six, where you sort of have Vader's redemption, it's just like, that's, that's the love. Because like, it makes that's sense. It's come back and it, it comes full circle. <laughs> but then you watch the uh, original, then you watch the prequel. <laughs> uh, it's fucking Gungans! <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's why is there a why? Why? Why did you put Jar Jar in the spaceship snoring <laughs> during a scene that's supposed to be touching between Anakin and Padme? Just don't put him in the room. It's a spaceship. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Every single thing you could have done wrong with the concept is done wrong because the concept isn't the focus. And oh that that ultimately is like, if you want a fucking lesson from this episode and this month in general of fight scenes, the fucking lesson is that when you put conflict in your story, it has to serve the characters. It has to. Otherwise, like, what are you doing? It has to do something. Even if it's... If it's if there's only one character you care about, make us care about that one character. Deeply. If, if, if both the characters you care about, make it interesting. Give us a reason to care about both the characters. Don't just kind of, like, Give, bring these both both these characters who like you know we we generally only care about one of them but like don't give us these two characters who have been set up for like two and a half fucking films and then just kind of like do nothing with it just like like action figure them together until one of them jumps it's literally what it is like <laughs> like but why why not why not just like do something with so i i, I don't want to like I feel like all, all we've done is rant about this fucking thing. But it's just disappointing because when you think about the example this could have set for like... So, the, the industry as a whole is doing better because now Netflix is becoming like more prominent and that's like funding actually good stuff. But if you think about like when you're making stuff yourself, when you put fight scenes in a thing, like they have to really be earned. So, we talk sometimes about like earned violence and stuff like that, yeah. which like Daredevil earns its violence because it's like the characters go through emotional violence, which is offset by the physical violence. And, like, you know, the violence in Atomic Blonde is earned because you wait the whole film for that. And then when it does happen, it's yeah. crazy good. And, you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean, it's just like a dangerous world. Um, <clears throat> and then Logan is like, the violence is the poison um, of that world because it's, 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 yeah, it's, like the- it's a deconstruction of the superhero genre. Yeah, the violence is there, but it's like, you don't actually want it to be there by yeah. the end of the film. You, you go, this is all for you. just like, no, nah, I don't like this. Which, just let the kids be kids. Yeah, it's almost like they're saying something about the genre. Like, and that's like, that's great. But this fight scene doesn't do anything. And I, th- I think that's its biggest, like, even if it was bad, but it had tried to do something instead of just hit its required beats, yeah. I would have been way more into it. But because it does nothing for the characters or the story or anything, except get the do the lights, hit the checklist or yeah. whatever it is, I just think like if you're talking about what makes fight scenes work, which is what this month has been, like just remember that it has to like have a really concrete reason, and if it doesn't, just get rid of it. Yeah, the, people do, like violence is like everyone's done it, and, and unless you're gonna do something new and interesting with it that serves your characters, what's the fucking point? This would have been a much better scene if like. Anakin had, or, you know, Obi-Wan had, like, dunked down Anakin, like, instantly, and then it was the fallout of, like, having, like, tried to kill Anakin and Padme is just whatever the thing is. Yeah, like, imagine if, like, the scene that started, he had, like, Anakin had choked Padme, and then Obi-Wan just comes in and goes, are you fucking kidding me? And just murks him. Right. Like, that's the scene. Like, just murks him. And, like, and it becomes a thing where it's just, like, like, you know, it could have become a thing where, like, Obi-Wan just straight up fucked up Anakin. 
like yeah, instantaneously. Just, it's yeah. just like there was it was it was entirely just like look you've gone too far. I'm here to kill you. None of this, like, you know, they play the whole, like, you, I'm, I'm trying to turn you, like, please come back. It's just like, what if he just comes in and goes, look. Yeah, he has that realization. You've, he goes, you've killed kids. Yeah, m- much, <laughs> That's much. not okay. I'm, I'm not here to save you. I'm here to kill you. And it, and like, then you can go like, it pains me, but me as a Jedi, this is my duty. Hey, because you have fucked up. You've hey. killed, you've, you've broken every rule in the book. Hey, Ben. I as like as a Jedi and as my as your master, I am here to kill you. Hey, hey Ben, I wonder, I wonder where we've seen that recently in a Star Wars film that people hated for some. Reason. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> the thing you literally described is what Luke does to to Ben Kenobi. It's uh, to, to to Ben um ben Solo. To ben Solo. It's, like... it's like almost like that's a good plot point if you're a Jedi, George <laughs> Lucas, you dipshit. Are you <laughs> fuck? God, shit. I just can't. I just... We have to end the episode because all... Like, <laughs> like we did the nice stuff and now I'm just getting mad again. Like, just make better stuff than this. Like, if you're out there making stuff and, you know, most people that listen to the show listen to it because they make shit. Just make stuff. Make stuff that's better. Like, because if you can, why wouldn't you? Don't be like, oh, well, there's a... It's it's a, it's a this kind of a it's genre the so that there needs to be a fight scene here so we can have a sword fight. fight. No. Don't. If it's like if a lightsaber fight isn't interesting, don't do a lightsaber fight. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Like do do a fucking like a um one versus one hundred thing that the last Jedi did where it's like now there's two people that were previously enemies who are gonna kill a bunch of people together. Mm. Or do like a do like a um Do a one versus eighty eight, like kill Bill. <laughs> like anything that, that if 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 it serves the story, do a Luke, you know, Empire Strikes Back where he loses. Like do yeah. anything that advances the story or the plot or the characters or is meaningful to the context it exists in and then put it somewhere that makes sense for the characters that is actually going to serve as an arena for how the themes need to develop. Man, imagine if, like, Obi-Wan and Yoda were talking and Yoda's just like, you know what you have to do. And Obi-Wan is like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just goes to Mustafa. And then he exiles himself. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, <laughs> be really good. Anyway, uh... Well, that's the time of the week, Ben. Oh, have you got any recommendations? Oh. What have you got for Jesus us? Christ. Uh, what have you been Slay the Spire. It's a very good card game. Yeah? Play it. It's like a roguelike card game. It's Do you need fun. friends to play it with? No, it's single player. Dope. So that, you can be a complete loner. That appeals to me great. in a lot of yeah, ways. it's really good. I might play that this week. I've been playing nothing but Subnautica. I'm oh, just... It's, I, it's I am- out and it's... I'm holding off because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get my Rift. And I'm gonna play it in the VR. Ah, I'm gonna. I haven't played that game in months. I'm gonna I'm probably gonna... get drunk tonight and play it on my new monitor and just oh, dude, die yeah. a happy death. I mean, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's boy. It's been years. <laughs> I, well, because I haven't played it. I didn't play it since we last recorded an episode for yeah. that, which was like a year ago. And we coming back to it, it ages ago. Coming back it to was... it, I was like, man, yeah. this game is so fucking I, good. I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, so I definitely recommend that. I've also been watching Fargo. I just finished season one. Oh boy, extremely good. Uh and then my music recommendation for this week, just because I think that more people need to fucking listen to Camp Cope. Um, Camp Cope have a new song out, which is how to make friends and or how to socialize and make friends, and it's just really good and their album's coming out this year i've been listening to jamiroquai yeah you've been on a trip for that lately huh i don't know why i couldn't i I'm just really jamiroquai's great jamiroquai. yeah he released an album this year it's, and it's he everything very, he does is good it's very um i don't know it's just good i've never i've never his, listened his, to any he, stuff there was a song on just dance 
and like and we, I saw it, you it and I was like, we should do Jumiroquai as a joke, and then, and then the you... song was really good, and, and then, then the you... album's very good, and now it's too late for you. <laughs> and now I, I legitimately am a fan of Jumiroquai. <laughs> oh god, um, <laughs> gee, I don't even know what to do with that information. Uh, Facebook, yeah. Um, do you see him work social? Yeah. Uh, YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash DCMworks. If you listen on the audio, um, we're not. YouTube is complicated at the moment. We don't make any money from it, and we probably will. Even if we do get to monetization, we probably won't ever monetize it again. Um, so if you do want to support us, the best way to do that is either to leave a review or just to support us on Patreon. Chuck a review there. That'd yeah. Be useful. Um, yeah. If you listen to this and you enjoy it, just give it a quick five star and say something about it. Um, clicking on the five star thing doesn't actually change the rating. You actually have to write something. Um, but that's on foot. Just write something i was gonna say i couldn't think of anything and it's something anything if just like a few words if you dancing want dancing unicorns um, or like our little our or, little code word for uh oh this, this podcast was very good people are gonna be very confused <laughs> um uh alternatively like if you don't want to do a review because i get that can be kind of weird um just tell someone you know that makes stuff that is like into writing or storytelling or games or music whatever it is just let them know because that's the best way to spread the word about the show um, but if you do want to support us and become a Patreon subscriber, if you uh, our bottom tier is three dollars, so for three dollars a month you get access to a Patreon only podcast where you can get like the interface series, which we're still working on, which Ooh. is like this spooky audiobook. Spooky. We're gonna do some. We're, we're doing some other cool stuff once yeah, it's done as well. We've got some. Uh, we got some crazy other cool stuff There's after a that happening. We've got some stuff lining up. And in between then and now, starting mid March, we are going to be watching every single Marvel <laughs> film in order. <laughs> in the lead up to Infinity War and then doing a podcast at the end of every weekend about it. Yeah, look forward to that. And we might actually die because those films are so quip heavy and quips, they injure me. I I looked through the list and the the midsection is rough. The the saving grace of the midsection is Guardians. Yeah, there's just, there's a whole section of films that we did not like or some and of them that i don't even remember i i'm not i'm i mean the first like three films are like okay apparently the incredible hulk is technically one of these films yeah all <laughs> i'm, I'm saying forward to that non-canon experience well that'll be nice because i don't remember it it'll be like a new film I, yeah neither <laughs> i guess all i'm saying is if you desperately want to hear us lose our minds for like a few months on end become a patreon subscriber <laughs> um the other thing that you'll see in the next two weeks, if I can get my shit together, is Aaron and I have done a part two on Blade Runner twenty forty nine, where we part looked two. at we looked at the genre because part people have two. people have asked us to do part twos of episodes because that's something we started doing. So we're going to try to do more of that. Um, where a few weeks on with some more research and we've done more with the thing, then we talk about it again. We've had a quick quick thunk about it. Yeah, so that that should go up soon if I ever stop playing Subnautica. Um, and yeah, that's the best way to support us aside from telling a friend. So you can go do that at patreon.com slash DCMworks. And I want to talk really quickly about t-shirts, copyright and the internet. So we use Redbubble and people have been like, you shouldn't use Redbubble. The cut for the artist is less or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, Hello, sure. The artist. So I thought about moving to like something different just because it would get us like uh, a, a better uh, tea, tea something. Yeah. Spring. So I thought about doing that. And then what I realized is the reason that Redbubble take less of a cut is they employ more people to stop people from stealing stuff. So like posting other people's art and selling it. Yeah. So don't ever buy stuff from Teespring or TeePublic because they just <laughs> will <laughs> they let... They just let whatever on. Yep. Um, and they take days and days and days to do it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the Dollops podcast, uh, Dollops Twitter feed or go to uh, 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 Dave Fosdyke. You're just like siphoning some drama right now. Well, I just some think... post-podcast well, podcast. Well, drama. I just wanted to talk briefly about like the fact that like... <laughs> 
the stuff that we sell is for people that like enjoy our show and we're not big enough that people are stealing it That's but it's true. nice to know that being on a platform that like actually engages with the people that use it to then do something about it so i know i just wanted to shout out to redbubble for like yeah holding do, doing doing god's work so you can buy a pillow uh you can buy this shirt that i'm wearing with this kind of trendy logo that people won't know you're nerdy like it's like a stealthy kind yeah, of yeah i wear it i wear it occasionally and yeah it's like, it's, and you get away with it it's very subtle because yeah. it looks like a kind of I, I, yeah you know it looks like know. a startup it doesn't look like a yeah it looks like a tech startup exactly free podcast we've tricked them um we got him <laughs> you can also get mugs and a few other things i've got some mugs in the mail so i'm gonna see if they're any good i don't know if i should recommend them yet because i haven't had them but they look pretty good but yeah that's all the plugs that was a long thing of plugs um twitter uh at dcm underscore works we didn't all right do we're done that's it that's all the plugs i'm at dcm i have little citrus we'll see you guys next week for a new month and a new theme. It was probably a song that reminded me of it. Or I'd done an Arnold's What's a Nigga voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 